Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Today is June the 19th and we say happy birthday to a phenomenal lead singer. Turning 72 today is the wonderful Anne Wilson from Heart. And it's also birthday greetings to former ACDC, Dio and UFO drummer Simon Wright. Simon is 59 years old today. But for our story on this episode, we look back at a gig that happened on this day in 1987. Yes, on this day in 1987, Guns N' Roses played their first ever UK gig. Now, after whipping up a storm in the US, the band travelled to the UK determined to build on their steadily growing reputation. The gig took place at the famous Marquee Club in Soho, London, and evoked wild scenes. The band from LA would last three weeks in the UK and would eventually go home victorious, cementing a further army of fans. But one reviewer who was there on that first night was not impressed. Javier Russell gave the show just two and a half stars out of five and included comments like Guns N' Roses do write good time rocking tunes it's just a pity they all sound like Aerosmith outtakes and also included this line Here's a band that have just made a wonderful album it's sad they just couldn't reproduce the rawness live Now with me today is someone else who made the journey from the US to London Mac B from the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast So what's his thoughts on that bad review? Well, that doesn't surprise me. Those guys were such a mess. They, they weren't just <laughs> singing about being dirtbags. They were dirtbags. You know, they were drinking, doing serious drugs, abusing themselves and others. They may give it up on stage, but it could sometimes be a mess. And then even when they broke, Axel could still just be in a bad mood and send 60,000 people home, some with concussions because he doesn't like what's going on. But I, I had to research a little bit. Because Guns N' Roses were a slow burn. They did not just take off overnight, right? Mm -hmm. And their first single was, everyone's like, well, it was Welcome to the Jungle, right? No. Their first single was released in the UK. It was It's So Easy, uh, which is a little bit of a dirty song. It came out four days. I looked it up. It was June 15th, 1987, that they released this. So you're right. The album wasn't out, but they did release the single, and they come to the Marquee Club. And it didn't chart, of course, did not chart it so easy over here. And then it wasn't until October that they released Welcome to the Jungle, which didn't really do well on either side of the mm-hmm. Atlantic, until David Geffen eventually kind of used his muscles, said, all right, look, play the Welcome to the Jungle video on MTV like at two in the morning or three in the morning. Give me like five plays over the next two weeks. And it worked. And they started to blow up from there. And then when Sweet Child of Mine came out, boom, now they're up to being one of the biggest bands in the world. What, what do you think the legacy was of that initial kind of early period of the band? Now, see, that's interesting because they basically only made two and a half records, right? Yeah. Appetite's a monster and it's a yeah. classic. Lies was half new, half covers, half stuff they'd already done, you know. And then they had two Use Your Illusion albums, but really half of it was junk or it wasn't that great. So you boil that down into one album and then that's it. They made a cover album and then Axel took 15 years or whatever to make Chinese <laughs> Democracy, which I've still never heard. It had 20 different people on it, right? So this is a band with two and a half records, yet they go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame right away. Their greatest hits co- album comes up, which has a bunch of covers on it and it's still a huge hit on both sides <laughs> of the Atlantic. 
I think them getting back together, even though it wasn't with everybody, uh, it's, it's basically Duff and Slash and Axel. There's still an appetite uh, for Guns N' Roses. I don't know. They're more than a flash in the pan. They were about five years there. They were enormous. Yeah. But they're kind of irrelevant for 20 years after that. And then now they're back as a legacy act. So I don't know. A product of the sleazy 80s LA. Let's make it as big as we can. Use Geffen to make it as big as we can. And we'll make it huge, and then it fades away. It's it's very American. A big thank you to Mac from the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast. Definitely check out the show he does with co-host Action Jackson. It's always a good listen and always at the top of my podcast list each week. Well, that's it for June the 19th, then. No, this day rocks tomorrow because I've got episode 67 to bring you, featuring an interview with a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer who's recorded and toured with legends like Tina Turner, Eric Clapton, Bob Dylan, Dylan, George Harrison, Elton John, Rod Stewart, Roger Daltrey, Van Morrison. Honestly, the list goes on and on. So do not miss it. It's out tomorrow. Until then, though, take care.